Hey everybody and welcome into episode 36 of the Nerd Mosh Pit. On this episode, uh, we invite a new guest into the show, uh, West from MaliceCast and Geek Guidepost joins us. Uh, if you know him, Mess Fit 20 or 5150 uh, does a great job uh, helping out with a lot of different shows, run his show a lot of the time. So uh, Kenny, unfortunately, was out for this episode, so we decided to bring Mest on in uh, to come and hang out at the Mosh Pit with us. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy him. He had a great time. We had a lot of fun bringing him on. Uh, we talked a lot about all kinds of crazy things. We were all over the place. Lots of catching up to do since it's been so long since we talked to all of you. So we want to thank you all for tuning back in, checking us out. Remember to like, subscribe, share with all your friends, your family, um, and let them know uh, where you got this episode. And uh, please don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, uh, give us those five-star reviews. We really do appreciate those. Um, also, a big shout-out to Brenton Belcher, uh, releasing his book on Amazon Echoes, uh, fantastic assignment sci-fi tale of uh, two warring nations and how those nations uh, are saved by a fantastic hero. Uh, go and check out his book on Amazon. Uh, you can find it uh, through our link, actually, through mouse-corp.com. Um, go through our Amazon link. Go and find Echoes by Brenton Belcher. I uh, really recommend. Great read. Lots of fun and a great guy as well. Uh, we did get into some football talk. We had uh, Mest on. He loves football. We were talking some fantasy, some play and things like that over the last couple weeks. Uh, if you're not a big football fr- uh, fan, don't worry. Once we start talking about it, about you know five, six minutes in or whatever it was, uh, if you go pe- to the 25th minute of this show, it's all over. We're all done with sports. Uh, but we talked a lot about Netflix shows, uh, some new movies out with Mandy and White Boy Rick. And uh, if you want to join the conversation, remember to follow us on Twitter at Nerd Mosh Pit. Um, and thank you all so much. Enjoy the show. It was the missing link. Yeah, touch touch peepees. The, the, the missing link is what the missing. Okay. The missing link um, is not going to be the name of the episode. Probably touch your penises <laughs> will be because uh, this is episode thirty six hundred Moshpit. Welcome yeah. in. Uh, you might have heard a new voice here, uh, but we do have the classic, the gentleman from Texas himself, Mister Nick. How you doing, dude? Oh, it's going. It's going up late here in Texas. Got to wake up early in the morning, but I wouldn't miss this for the world. Ah, I love it. Always down. Always. He's the glue that holds Nerd Moshpit together, folks. If you did not know, Nick is the one who champions us through. Unfortunately, though, we did have a member down still. He just could not do it tonight. But we uh, we had a fill in, and he's he always is like super generous about bringing us onto his show. The problem is he like he totally shits on us during his show, and he's like. <laughs> Oh, if you guys want to go and watch uh, this same show, but with curse words, go check out Nerd Mosh Pit. Uh, no, excuse me, sir. Version is what I say. Excuse me, <laughs> sir. We are more than dancing monkeys and curse words on this show, you son of a bitch. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we bring more to the table than just that. Yes, we bring you more. Do to have the... a, you do have a couple more moves than dancing monkeys, so. Uh, not many. Yeah. We are we are two left-footed white men who do not have dance moves. Um, I'll speak for myself. I don't know. I've never seen Nick on the cut of rug, so I won't. Uh... I don't know. I could do a mean moonwalk. Man. Oh, there you go. Well, look at that. Um, and that voice right there that you guys did here is uh, you may know him as a mess 5150. I like to call him Wes, uh, one of my best friends in the whole damn world. 
Uh, welcome to the show, West, dude. First time on the mosh pit, dude. Round of applause for yourself, bro. First time in the mosh pit. I got my elbows up. Yeah, I'm, keep I'm, those I'm, elbows up. Watch I'm out. Keep, Make, keep in guard. Have a have a towel with you because sometimes you'll get spit on. You know, we uh, we get a little wild out here sometimes. So. Oh, that 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 I'm fine with. That, I've been in mosh pits where there's a freaking mechanical wheelchairs rolling around in them and and getting <laughs> getting bowled over by them, which is really really odd. One of my favorite was, like, stories. On... <laughs> yeah, everybody was sitting on the dude <laughs> while he was rolling around in a mechanical wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> my my other friend not so lucky. He actually got his pants trapped underneath the guy's wheelchair, and it took him down. So. Oh, that is fantastic! <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. I'm all about so that. So I've been in some interesting mosh pits. Uh, I love it, uh, and you should be interesting. That's the great thing about a mosh pit. It's you know, it's it's never the same thing twice. You know, it's like a, it's like a great episode of Doctor Who. It's always something a little different with some weird shit that looks really awful, but you know, people love it still. So it's all good. Uh, with that is being that how, said, is that how we're gonna turn people on to Doctor Who? Yeah, yeah, this is for why sure. you should watch. It. Yeah, it's interesting with some weird shit that looks odd, but it's it's still fun. It's still fun, <laughs> you know. It's got great, dry <laughs> British sense of humor that people are all about. Uh, but you know, it it doesn't look great. It's not the most high production value thing, but damn, it's a fun show. You know, whatever. Who cares? It's who definitely fun. Yeah, who definitely gives fun. A shit. Uh, that's it. Like, it's, it it's like this show, man. You know, we have zero production value for the most part, and uh, but you know what? We have a lot of fun doing it, so that's what matters for us. Uh, as if you guys, you know, if this is your first episode, if uh, obviously it's just been a while since we've recorded. Uh, the Nerd Mosh Pit is about just kind of sitting down with your buddies, having a great time, uh, but jumping into something that's a little different, a little odd out there. Uh, but just like a good mosh pit, we're not here to hurt each other. We're not here to, um, you know, cause each other pain. Someone might get hurt. Someone might get kicked in the face. Uh, but, you know, it's all out of love. But if someone falls down, you pick them right back up and help them along the way. So uh, that's what this show's about. We're, we, we try to be a little bit more positive than normal. And some other podcasts that just kind of shit on everything all the time. Uh, this is just us expressing our love and uh, me catching up with uh, my friends all the time on the shows so this is just a great way for the friends to sit down share some stories share some things they're in love with and and talk about why maybe you might like them as well so uh we'll, without any further ado uh we'll get into some of that man so uh nick what have you have you been playing any video games man like I just, let's start on the video game front first because there's been a lot of stuff that's hit the floor that's been released and been announced have you played anything not recently. I want to play that Spider-Man game oh, so much. So good, Spider-Man. It looks, it looks amazing. New Spidey's. It good. looks amazing from the previews. So and then I watched your gameplay of it too. Oh yeah, that was it awesome. Looks awesome. It, it's a blast, man. I I had so much fun. What's funny about that Twitch stream though is I was on it and then because uh, I was trying to show it off to like Beacon a couple other people and uh my <laughs> my instant cart shopper called me <laughs> during the part the front part <laughs> so like you hear me talking to my instacart shopper as i'm like trying to explain to them like yeah no it's okay you can get whatever you know whatever the replacement is for that food feel free to get it and drop it off on my doorstep <laughs> while i play video games i'm not going to go to the grocery store i'm going to play video games and you drop off food to me <laughs> uh, dude i, I oh, feel like uh, my the world, the world of wally is coming the world of here's the thing you can you can say the world of wally is coming um i i like to call it uh bay area privilege man we have all the collapse <laughs> out here Dude, uh, like I was saying, like I think uh, my Switch and my PS4 are getting jealous of being football. Oh, uh, because <laughs> since football started, that's all I've been doing, and 
don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I love my video games. I love playing hours upon hours. But since football season is here, I've been glued to the TV, man. Well, just before we get into football, I want to say, I want to give two games a big shout out um, because they need some love. Actually, I'm gonna give three. Uh, so we're gonna I'm gonna give the first one obviously to Spider Man. Spider Man's been killing it. It's been crushing it. I I've put in too many hours into that thing i've been it's the game that's been keeping me up till three four in the morning besides world of warcraft battle for azeroth which has been killing it i'm loving bfa uh, i know it's been getting some heat right now that people went and metacritic bombed it and it really killed the scores on it which is why you should hate metacritic and not listen to anything metacritic says because it's based off of fandom and if you build a good reddit uh subreddit to fuck over a game you can go and kill its ratings um but bfa is awesome has great stories great lore right now with bfa and i'm a huge huge fan of it but uh the big one though that i've actually been playing not a ton of but i'm gonna be diving into it more hopefully this weekend maybe next dragon quest 11 phenomenal it's great beautiful jrpg uh loving the adventure loving the light-hearted story it is the perfect whimsical long-lasting gonna be hours upon hours role-playing game that i needed in my life and i'm glad it's back it's always a good time when a dragon quest is back in your life and this one is just as good if not better than anything that's been out it's been great it really has been really good it's been a lot of fun it hasn't felt as um kind of handcuffed as a lot of dragon quests in the back have or in the past have uh that game is known for a long story and long cutscenes of story uh this is no exception but uh it's still really good it's still been doing really well and then the last one is octopath traveler on the switch phenomenal game it's been keeping my switch running and burning and the re- it's really the thing that i do while i'm waiting for dungeon cues and bfa is i plug in octopath i play my switch at the computer desk and wait for cues on world of warcraft so my nerd life has been going through the roof as of late so it's been fantastic excellent with that being said now that all the video game news is over and hopefully people have not tuned us out as of yet you guys want to talk a little bit of football? I, it's it's back. I mean, we could Dude, talk a little I, football. I've got it's I've got a nuts is what it is. got a good one. <laughs> it's crazy this year. I got a good nuts. story to tell you. We're not not a good story, from. but just a cool event. I swear to God, if you bring up anything about the Vikings tie this Sunday, I'm going to shut this <laughs> show off right now. Dude, that that's bullshit. Oh, Games should never end in ties. I hate it. But anyways, that that's not my cool event and my um, half chub. Maybe even nah, I wouldn't say half chub. Yeah, full mass. I think it's full mass. Full mass. Yeah, full mass for right. sure. <laughs> full mass. Got to go to the Cowboys game. Oh, nice! Congrats, dude. At Jarrow World, nineteen rows up. Oh, amazing nice. seats. It was awesome. That's fantastic. I loved every minute of it. Nice, dude. Luckily, they were playing the Giants. And yeah, but luckily the cool they were was... playing an awful division rival. <laughs> right. The cool yeah. thing was is that every touchdown that <clears throat> happened for the Cowboys happened right in front of me. Oh, oh there that's you go. awesome. That's legit. So that, that was the best part. It was amazing that Zeke came in, scored a touchdown right in front of me. And the same thing with the touchdown to Tavon Austin on that 63 yard bomb. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the only bad part of the game is that there was only three scores in the whole entire game that were touchdowns. The other two scores were field goals. Oh, at least it, you guys can make field goals. Yeah, 20 to 13 uh, was the final wow. score of that game. It's like, yeah. Well, you guys, you, the Vikings will make field goals now. Now that they got the the <laughs> now that we have the the, ex, da- the Dallas, Dallas kicker, cut Dan bait. Bailey. <laughs> no, but did you see this? This is a part before we forget. It's not just the Vikings kicker, but this week was the worst week for like kicking in general. 
Oh, it's bad, dude. I can't believe it. Uh, and here's the thing. Well, I, I, don't, was... I don't care about the Browns, dude. I, I don't care about the Browns. They're overhyped as they were. Like, that's this is the cool thing about uh, Hard Knocks on HBO is it, le- it gives your team and your fan base and people around the country hope to your team. The thing is, is I think we have to remember is where we all watch pro NFL players practice and be in a great scenario with a cool team and a great facility and a you know what looked like a great head coach and a great front office and we all forgot one thing it's the damn browns and it doesn't exist in fucking cleveland biggest idiots in the world that run that team (laughs) i hate i hate to say Um, it but still haven't won a game since 2016 i'm just like i'm blown away that people were so hyped on the browns and you know i'm watching hard knocks I felt that I felt that vibe, man. I was like, "Yeah, this this could work." You know what the Browns first fucked up? Where? Where's Before that? For this year in the draft. No. Instead of instead of going with Saquon Barkley, number two, who's the most athletic player in that draft, they went with Baker Mayfield. I have to disagree with um, you. Yeah, but but it's it's a stopgap on it. Do you do you really think then, that they were going to sit on Tyrod Taylor for a couple years? It's it's just a I I the. Come on, man. Uh, Nobody's well, okay, expecting here's, them to here's be a great team one. this year. Yeah. Bradley I'm Chubb. I'm expecting them to get at least a win. Uh, <laughs> they, yeah, they right. Got, yeah. They could have got Bradley Chubb with the fifth pick, but instead they went defensive back. But here's the thing, right, is they, they are trying to build a team, I guess. And But here's here's the thing, though. Like, think about your franchise, right? You're the Browns. You have, like you said, they have not won a game since when? Since 2016. 2016. Haven't won a game. December of 2016, yes. December 2016, last win for the Browns, Cleveland Browns franchise, right? Mm-hmm. What is going to put fans in your stands and get them hyped up for the draft? A running back who will just get annihilated every play of the game because your offensive line is pretty porous, or a hotshot new quarterback who gets people hyped up, who's exciting, who has a great arm, who's very charismatic, and who possibly could do some great things in the NFL. Uh, um, I'm very low on Baker Mayfield oh, as a NFL quarterback. Because you're a Texan. Well, no, because I don't <laughs> think he has. And you have issues against Oklahoma quarterbacks. He doesn't have the intangibles <laughs> of what you're looking for in a quarterback. Of all the quarterbacks that's in the NFL. That's why you don't start him now. Yeah, that's, you let him develop, man. There's only two quarterbacks that have his size, Russell Wilson and Drew Brees. That's it. But they said the same thing when all of a sudden uh, KC went after Mahomes. Like, why the hell are you grabbing this guy? Yeah. Alex Smith's doing so well. And look, you let him sit for a year, and Mahomes is a freaking beast. Okay, but he's went to my alma mater. Put it this way. Put it this way. There are how many starting NFL quarterbacks in the league? 16? Or no, 32, right? 32. 32. 32 quarterbacks. And there's how many backups? Another 32, right? Second string quarterbacks. So there's 64 people in this world that quarterback for an NFL team. And you know what? Two of those 64 are built like Baker Mayfield. Out of 7 billion people in this globe, <laughs> two of them. I, I'm going to take great odds. I don't care about all that intangible stuff. Like, what is it? Let the guy play football, have some fun. You know, there's, you can talk about intangibles all you want, man. The the Browns aren't looking to go and win a Super Bowl. I think that's what I think. That's the thing that sucks right now, right? Like, you're talking about people from like Texas, right? You guys are Dallas fan, big Dallas fan, Nick. You are used to having a team that goes after championships, right? West, you're a big 49ers fan. Once again, a team that mm-hmm. loves to go after Super Bowls. 
the Browns well, are trying more. We just want to go to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, no, and you're you're in the <laughs> different boat right now. But you know, the, the Niners have a history of rings, right? The the Browns mm-hmm. are the Cleveland Browns. Like they they have a history of not winning. Why not just start with <laughs> getting people excited about trying to win? You know, I, I don't. Well, I, that's I, that's the thing they're doing I, with. Do you hear you hear what they're doing with the Bud Light for Cleveland Browns, right? Oh, is it like how many so, wins or whatever? And they they they're gonna open no, up no, the no, cases no, of they, Bud Light around the city or whatever, right? No, they set up they set up all these um these uh, these locked yeah they're vending machines uh, refrigerators like, right? yeah. all over the place, and when they get their first win. The locks unlock so that people can just go and grab a beer and celebrate. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> that sounds they amazing. They just want that win. <laughs> Get that first W, man. Here's the and latest. The, the, the funniest thing about it is, in all honesty, the last two weeks, they should have gotten a win. They should have had a win within the last two weeks. You're absolutely right. Here's the latest folly of the Cleveland Browns. They they pretty much were like, hey, hey Patriots, uh, we heard you need uh, a receiver. Here's a stud receiver that we're going to give you so you can make another run at the Super Bowl. And we'll just get a fifth-round pick in return. You weren't getting anything for Josh <laughs> Gordon. No one wants that guy. I would have well, taken him. Uh, who, who, who feels worse what they did to the Browns or poor Corey Coleman, who the Browns released because they didn't want him for Gordon. He went over to the Bills, didn't make it with the Bills. The Patriots took him, and the, the Patriots just released him again because Josh Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know. Yeah, that's awesome, actually. That poor guy. <laughs> that's awesome. It's like, but the, the thing is, is like the Browns, like, I think they intentionally try to suck and make other teams better just for the fuck of it. They're just like, fuck it. It's unfortunate, man. It it doesn't look like there is a history of that team, of that franchise, trying to win from the outside, right? Obviously, Hard Knocks showed something different. There's a lot of passion in that locker room. There's a lot of great coaches, it feels like, you know, that are trying their to work their ass off, but it's not equaling wins on the field. So, you know. It's the GMs. I'm not a quarterback. I'm not a GM, man. I, I love watching football. You know, I, I played it for a lot of years. I, I got burnt out on it. I, you know, it's not my, the sport that I live and die by. I love watching football, enjoying football, make pay, placing some bets on football. But, you know, to sit here and speculate on this and that, you know, we're not, we're not ESPN. We're nerd mosh pit. What the fuck do no. we know? So. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, I just like talking about the uh, we, like like uh, shitting on the Browns every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> dilly dilly, <laughs> dilly dilly. Hey, hey, hey! At least at least uh, they're not the Arizona Cardinals that are you know Ooh. just losing horrendously. Well, well, wait, who's worse, the but, Cardinals or the Bills? Uh, the Bills because the Cardinals have the opportunity to put Josh Rosen in and see what see what they got yeah. versus the Bills have already put in with Josh, Josh Allen and, and nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the Cardinals have a little better uh, future in their eyes, but uh, as far as like right now team, I have no idea, and I, I hate to watch it. You know, I, Cardinals have a soft spot in my heart. I'm I'm from Arizona. When you have Arizona. a player quit retire halfway through the game, yep, that's Monte Davis. The worst <laughs> yep, that's the first time. It's ever happened that Bonte was Davis. that was great man i'm not yeah. gonna lie that was when you hilarious. go and go man my team is so bad i'm not even going back out and <laughs> but you know what though like <laughs> such a dirtbag move i'm not gonna lie like such a dirtbag it move. really is because half he tried time, to make it half about time it. didn't even he like try to make it about himself strapped up the laces you're on the biggest show of an nfl player's career going into football like that like in 
on a game at halftime and you just decide I'm going to retire instead of like going and like, I hate this game. I'm not playing the rest of the game. You just flat out retire. Like that's a dirtbag move. Yeah. It is. It is a dirtbag. I've heard. I've heard the main theories are that uh, he actually had some of the Bills players on his fantasy league and was like, "Oh no, I can't do this," and <laughs> took off. Or B, it he realized how cold it is out there and was like, "Nope." <laughs> the fantasy no. thing no. seems way out for me, but I mean. I don't know. I don't know what goes through that guy's head or whatnot, but to hear that he I don't know quit, either. His he, brother's he still in, going strong with Redskins. He went so. in 28-3 at the half, and that's why he was like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> yeah, but how many After teams— After they got blown out I, last week. It's just—he could be in a way worse <laughs> situation, right? Like, he could be the Browns. You know, he could be stuck on that team. And yeah. it's just—I don't know. It just feels a little disrespectful— I mean, it's I get very it. Much is. Protect your body, he's straight up, he's straight all up. that stuff, but dirtbag. Yeah, but yeah. he straight up rage. He, what he did was he straight up rage quit like somebody playing the highest level of Madden. Oh, yeah. It's when absolutely. You... <laughs> I mean, he, he did the same thing I do after I get like uh, get killed five times in a row by 12-year-olds on Halo. Like I just was like, fuck yeah. it. I'm out. I'm done. Uh, and what I used to do in Tecmo when my brother started beating me, if he ever did beat me, I would just uh, reach over, turn the Nintendo off, be like, not beating me <laughs> yes, anymore. That, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you did, or what Vontae Davis did. Yep. Exactly. Not what happening. Did. Yeah, rage quit for sure. Just fuck this. I'm out. Later. Goodbye. I retire. I, this, the retirement thing is so crazy to me. Like, you know, make a statement, you know, be a prima donna, whatever, and, you know, quit the game but to just retire flat out i mean no one's been that much of a prima donna since brett Favre on the jets where he was like i retire and then minnesota picked him up yeah that was an awful experiment but we did have one <laughs> hell of a season go to that nfc until what do you do break his thumb or something i think at the, the last like game no or two uh games? he was he was i think it was like his wrist or something that whatever but uh he was still playing he just you know he Brett Favre the shit out of it and threw an interception that ended our season in the NFC yeah. Championship to go to Super Bowl. An inopportune and interception at New Orleans. He Brett Favre it. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. he threw us into the game and he threw us out of it just as fast. <laughs> yeah, definitely, he did that a lot. <sighs> no. <clears throat> he just got favre I just hate that he <laughs> lulled me into making him want to like him. Like, I had to root for him, I had to enjoy him. Being a Viking fan, I After never wanted so many to do years that. of hating I, him. Oh, was, I hated yeah. There was one person in this world that I really, really hated in football, and it was Brett Favre. And I had to sit there and cheer I, for him. I was there with you. Uh, I mean, I didn't have him on my team, but yeah. uh, Niners, same yeah. situation. That's who always knocked him out of the playoffs was Green Bay. We never could beat Green Bay. And it was a celebratory win, the one game. And it wasn't even during a normal uh, it wasn't during a, uh, an actual playoff game. It was just during a normal season game that Steve Smith beat uh, Brett Favre. And, or not Steve Smith. Um, Steve Young beat Brett Favre, and he just celebrated like there was like it was the Super Bowl because they'd never beat him before. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I get it. Trust me. I was, I was feeling the same way with Kirk Cousins' first game against Green Bay in Green Bay, and then we tied. Oh. Then we tied. <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. Get the Laces hell. out. Oh, God. Laces were out. Laces. Ray. Everything was great, Ray. Everything was great, Ray. Laces out, Dan. Laces out, Dan. Uh, they were in. They were perfect. The problem is, is we had this guy named Daniel 
Carson or whatever the hell his name. I don't even know his name. I honestly, I Ricky. cared Ricky less Carl. about that kid. And man, you saw it on his face when he was walking onto the field. He was so red. He was so terrified, and it was bad. It was just awful. And you knew when he came out of the field, a 32-yard field goal, you're like, he is not going to make this. Daniel Carlson. Yeah, he's done. Oh, yeah, he already got cut yeah, this rookie, morning. Rookie yeah. kicker. Yeah, yeah, he already got cut. Good. Well, I mean, he's Good. done with the NFL. Like, he's not going to be picked <laughs> up by anybody else. Oh, you know, I, the kickers have been so bad the last few years that they've just been Minnesota cycling. I mean, look at, look at so the, the Browns went and picked up some guy that was never even drafted before that that was only like 60 percent in college. And it's like when you Most have other kickers aren't drafted. Yeah, but to have 60 percent in college and then all of a sudden you're up and somebody oh, yeah. goes and hires you when yeah, there's other kickers that have proven that they can actually kick like I, I would. I don't know. <laughs> it's right. I agree with you there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the speculation, the speculation, the speculation. Anyways, uh, I'm sure we've lost everybody by now on the football chat because um, <laughs> that is not usually what we get tuned in before. But hey, give us some feedback. Let us know if you like the football chat. We'll uh, we'll keep it up. Maybe I don't know. Possibly. Uh, I know Kenny will never mind it. Whenever if he ever gets back, poor guy Ner- on his nerds. deathbed. Nerd yeah, we just throw whatever. We are a little cock and ball with the nerds. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. So what, I just I just went yeah. football because I'm fantasy uh, yeah. So Oh nice. Fantasy been going well? Uh, oh yes. I, I'm two and oh in both leagues. Stomped, yeah. Lucky you. I got stomped. I, I got all the unluckiness in the world the first week. This week I think that I'm actually uh pulled off a win in all my in all my t- in all my leagues, so um, I, I'm looking forward to stuff, but we can move on to other things. <laughs> Dude, I had Tyreek. I have Tyreek Hill and Pat Mahomes, so I'm sitting kind of pretty. Yeah, no, we're not live. No, you're good. Don't even worry about my it. My wife, my wife's asking. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I Mahomes, I targeted in all my leagues. I got snaked in just one of them. Yeah, what's so up, Julia? I have, I have. Mahomes and two. Uh, says what's up yeah no i i don't she i don't says, play fantasy i haven't played fantasy this year i didn't do it i wasn't in a league i didn't want to be in a league i avoided it i avoided all the conversations like people were like bringing it up like when drafts were and all that and i was like i'm good okay I'm, i don't need to be a part of that so i did not do any leagues i just get bored i just i can't it does not keep my attention it just doesn't do it anymore and i i, I I was in two leagues last year, and one of them I ended up being in the championship game, and I had no clue I was in it. Like everybody was like, "Oh, you're gonna, you're stoked, man! You're in the championship game." I was like, "Am I really? Like, is there money? Like, if I lose, do I win anything?" Yeah, you're not not involved in. in, You're not involved in leagues that really uh, that pay out very well. Then no, that's the thing. Yeah, I would honestly, I'd rather do weekly bets. You know, I'd rather do pickums and shit like that in Vegas. You know, I, I hit up my pops, I send him a text, and I say, "Yo, go." Throw twenty here, fifteen here, fifty on that, and you know I'm gonna do throw a couple parlays in, and I enjoy my Sundays. Hey, it, it gives you more time to play video games, which is something that I've been missing out on because I really need to start playing some video games. Yeah, absolutely. I miss it. <laughs> a ton of games. I've been playing a ton. Uh, I've actually been watching a ton of Netflix too, with uh, going back into World of Warcraft because it's something I you know I can have it on the background. I can watch as well. So I've actually I have a ton of shit I've been watching too. Have you guys have you guys been watching anything new on Netflix? It's uh, exciting. I've got anything a guilty fun? pleasure. Oh, guilty pleasure! I got yeah, one as well. I'll wait. I'll, I'll have y'all go over 
what y'all wanted to go over first, right, and then I'll say what my guilty pleasure is. I'll give you my guilty pleasure first, because I know we just had someone whose voice was on in the background there. Uh, but I I totally burned through Great British Baking Show. I love Great British Baking Show. Uh, it's one of my favorites uh, this season, though. Do you like the I new, have to the new say, people on it? Because my... so so here's the thing, right? So they have they normally have two lesbians as hosts, mm-hmm. and they pull them both off. And they also pulled one of the judges, Mary Berry, who was like I thought was like the staple. Like I thought I thought this was her show. Turns out it's the other dude, uh, Paul Hollywood, whatever his name is. But the new people, it took me like four or five episodes to just not care about them anymore. But the actual bakers on this season are better than any season before, honestly. Like, I was more intrigued okay. by the bakers. Because my wife will not watch it. She, she, she hates the new people. I almost, my wife will not I almost didn't watch it. And I, she oh. watched that religiously. I did, like, too. She can't stand I it. loved Great British Baking Show so much. <laughs> I, hate, I hate myself for how much I loved it. Um but I, I did not hate watch the show. I enjoyed the shit out of the show. I loved it. And honestly, because the hosts were gone, I was like super bummed. But the actual, especially, and here's the thing. Julia is all about go girls and shit like that. There is a chick on there, Kate, who's a blacksmith, bro. And she's the shit. Oh, nice. She's a fucking badass. And for that alone. Does she ever look at the camera and go, this will cut? <laughs> oh, if she did, oh man, if she dropped Forge and Fire on us like that, oh, it would be the culmination of life if she would just be like, she like made this cake. At, at one point, they're like making these like terrariums and shit. And if she was just like, this will kill, I would have fucking lost my mind. Would have lost my mind. Did they, did they ever make Yorkshire pudding on there? Uh, they did in episodes or like seasons prior, but they didn't make it this year. I don't think. I think actually they did make a Yorkshire pudding, um, in one of the episodes because they always have a pudding episode, like where everybody has to make different styles of, of British puddings. Um, and mm-hmm. I love that they that the terms are different, so they have puddings and sponges and all that shit is really. Yeah, and all it is is pancake batter. For the most part, it's all Yorkshire pudding is is pancake batter. Well, what's awesome though about these folks is every year they get better and better bakers on the show, and this year honestly had phenomenal, phenomenal bakers. So tell Julia she needs to watch the Great British Baking Show again, even though the hosts, honestly, the old lady host is not good. She's not good. I don't like her. We need to pull her off. I need. We need to find the Reddit subreddit that has the petition to get the lesbians back on because i want them back for sure the one goth dude is he's all right he's pretty funny he has some cool jokes every once in a while yeah the lesbians seem like they need to be back on for sure well, from what y'all have saying the reasoning was behind them not being if it was uh, just a like yeah. contract because Con- well, here's everybody my theory, likes them right <laughs> here's my theory it's a british show man if you can't keep Doctor Who on for more than five seasons you aren't going to get two lesbian hosts to stay on for more than five so um that's just my thing. You know, I, I don't know. They just you never have people like long lasting on shows like that for you know. And I don't. Maybe it's just the same thing. Maybe they just didn't want to pay somebody. You know, PBS or whoever's doing it, BBC. You know, maybe they just didn't want to pay them another season or something. But um, the best part about the episodes prior were all of their quips and the shit they would try to make Mary Barry, this old little old lady, say dirty shit all the time, and it was hilarious. Like I loved it. Well, it was apparently marred by behind-the-scenes drama. Oh, mm. Behind-the-scenes drama on the baking show. Of course. 
damn the series bakers. season marks the possible beginning of the end for a series that taught Americans reality TV doesn't have to showcase the worst of humanity is, is this article. Oh no. I gotta find that out the reason they're not on it. I gotta find out the reason. That's horrible <laughs> Dude, God. here's the thing about the show though. Like, you know, like I I I, I hate watching like baking competitions and shit on food network like i just don't like them like i've tried to sit down and watch them with you know other people and stuff like that and they're so chaotic and they're so filled with drama and dun dun duns and all this nonsense and the great british baking shows just you like just want to relax it's like this light lovely like it, it's in a garden like it takes place in a garden and it's oh, got this nice. calming music and it's so fun and it's it's chill. It's like the greatest show to just relax to. Well, that, that's chill. like watching Martha Stewart make a turkey or something. No, they don't even do shit like that, dude. Like they just they fucking bake breads and cakes, and it's chill. It's so chill, and I love it. Nice. But that's what they're saying here. Uh, is it was the first show? It was the show that showed that in reality TV, isn't all nasty. But apparently, it says behind-the-scenes backbiting has left the series running out of episodes, and most of its American audience doesn't even know it yet. <laughs> oh, no. That's such a bummer. Oh, that's such a bummer to hear. I love that Everything show. is ruined. I hate I, – I love it, man. I love it. It's my favorite cooking show um, besides uh, uh, – what's his name? When he does good eats. Uh, I love that dude. Uh, I can't think of it. I'll think of it later. Don't worry about it. Talk, uh, Nick. Guilty pleasure us. All right, give I've us pleasure, sir. Really gotten into the show with my wife, and I'm just going to blame my wife for getting me into it. Ninety Day Fiance. Have you all heard of it? Hold on. No. Good eats with uh, shit. I almost I thought I had it, but I don't now. And people are yelling at us in the car. Thank you for yelling at us in the car. Anyways, Ninety Day Fiance. All right. No. So let me preface Ninety Day Fiance if you have not heard of it. So it is a show about Alton Brown. Shit, I'm sorry. Go ahead, continue. It just came. Go. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. I'm still still reading about British baking show right now. Continue about 90 Day Fiance. That's this sounds way more like hate watching than great British baking show. Anyways, I I don't know what it is about this show, but it just sucks me in. It's you wouldn't expect it from me, but anyways, um, you got an American. That is being suckered in by someone from a foreign country. It could be uh, somewhere like Taiwan or China or Russia, somewhere in Latin America. But all these people, it's so obvious that they're just wanting the green card. They're just wanting the visa. But you see these people like from the United States that are getting suckered in to this love with these people where they're like, oh, I'm so in love with this person. And it's just so obvious to everybody that's watching it that they're only doing this because they want a green card. They, they only want a visa. So is this like the ultimate catfishing, like green card fishing? But basically, it's just funny to watch. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm almost 90% sure that it's all staged because there's no way that this yeah. many people could be that stupid. I wouldn't be able to watch that at all. That would drive me insane. It, it, it uh, for some reason I I take pleasure it out of captured, it. I don't know why. It captured you though. It captured you. Just it captures you me it. because I I don't I think it's me taking pleasure off of people being so stupid. Yeah, that happens. It's like knowing that it's like, hey, it's like, how do you not realize that they are only after you because they want to come to America? Gotcha. It's gotcha. it's obvious. Yeah. Oh man, I'm still bummed. But well, go but ahead. try it. 
I try it out, guys. I can't do shit like that, man. It drives. I, I just, can't. Dude, it's funny. I can't hate watch things funny. like that. I can't hate watch things. Like, I can't watch something because I hate it, them. I don't hate it. It's funny. Ah, I don't know, man. <laughs> it, it cracks me up because these people are so fucking stupid. I just, like, those are the people <laughs> in the world, though. Like, people like that that are just, like, they're marrying for money or for stuff like that. Like, that are manipulating people. Like, people that are purposely trying to manipulate somebody. Like, that stuff bugs the shit out of me. That's why you but normally you don't hate, feel bad for them, though. I hate because reality like, TV in general because people are, like, all about the drama and the 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 what are the fucking they call it like where they're like teaming up with each other like they're like oh we're all gonna like build a team against this person like i hate that kind of shit like i hate that and in almost every episode you have like alliances a, a, parent, where just like, a, a brother alliance. being like don't do it they're only using you for your citizenship or for uh, to get over here and they're like no 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 i love her or i love them nah see i can't handle that i can't because Love is a, yeah, it's a bullshit theme and concept in my eyes, and you know, it's just it's nonsense. Like, oh, I love them. I don't know. You love the idea of them. You love putting your thing on their thing or in their thing or around their thing, and that's <laughs> what you love. So bad. <laughs> I want it to sound bad because um, it's awful. Yeah, I and and I'm so enamored by talking about British Baking Show that I found out the reason that they're, oh, they're not on the show. Give us the anymore. give us oh, give so us the deets. We need the deets. All right, so they said that uh, while on screen the show may practice and preach benevolence, the people behind the scenes have proven to be as ruthless as the competitors on Survivor. Um, when it debuted in 2016, the season seven, to a larger audience than Rio's Olympic opening ceremonies, Love Produ- Productions hold on, who hold produced on, hold the on, series. Hold on, hold on, hold on, one time, hold on. Sorry, hold on. Which season had more season viewers? Seven. Se- so this la- latest, no. 2016, 2016, season okay. seven. So season seven hasn't come out in the U.S. yet, or at least on Netflix. Anyways, I only watch it on Netflix. Uh, so. I believe it. I believe it. It came out on BBC. So okay. Um, right. Love Productions, to watch who show produced now. the series, demanded that the BBC pay it 25 million pounds to continue airing the show, or else. Which apparently the BBC couldn't pay because BBC is 100 percent dependent on the government. And $25 million is more than half of the entire operating budget of BBC4. Oh. So BBC, BBC called the bluff. They took the, the show to commercial channel 4. And the problem with that is no one involved with the show was actually locked into a contract. So appalled by the cash grab, BBC loyalists Mary Berry and host Sue and Mel quit within days and stated, we're not going with the dough. So they went because they were they, they left the show because they got mad at the cash. Loyal, grab. they're loyal. As opposed right. to mm-hmm. loyal, so loyal British ladies, there. man, way to go. Yeah. So it wasn't that they were they were let go or anything like that. They just really okay. got pissed that they, you know. So there's, which sucks because so, they were really good for the show. But there's only five <laughs> seasons on Netflix, so that means there's there's seasons because that the, never the showed. Three, no, no. It's because the first three never came to America. Okay, that's so they what it started is. out it. at season. They started out. I was reading that in this article as well. So they started out at season four, and season four is season one for us over here. Got it. Okay, so they totally final fantasied us and uh, got it. Yeah, got it. Nailed it. Good All job, caught up. Way to go, West, dude. Way to like live. We've never had that on the Nerd Monster before, it. man. We never fact check shit like that on the show. We just talk nonsense until we get I called out. I just really want to know why they were gone. Since, yeah, since my no, wife so did the I. So did I. Dude, I'm so happy I'm, you I'm found I'm seriously going to start watching the show tomorrow. You guys have to watch this show. It is so good. I hate, I like I said, I hate oh, myself. No, wait, wait, wait. 
This is even better. PBS um, has decided to deal with the situation by pretending it never happened. Rather than make a deal with Channel 4 to bring season 8 to the U.S., it decided to skip back to season 3. (laughs) I love you (laughs) so much, PBS. (laughs) PBS. So they're not going to air 3, 2, 1 probably for the next three years. Oh, my God. But here's the thing. We're going to have three more seasons of Mary, Barry, and the Lesbians, so it's okay. (laughs) I get three more seasons of them. I don't care that it goes uh, backwards. They said it's still doing well in the UK, but slightly less good-natured than it used to be. That is amazing. Um, is Mary Berry one shit. of the lesbians? No, Mary Berry is one of the hosts, and she's like an, she's an old-school baker. Like people who know baking, like know Mary Berry is like one of the perennial like cookbook authors and stuff like that for bakers. So she's gotcha. she's big time like sweets and treats kind of a lady. You know, lots of baking, lots of baking. Oh, I would love this lady. She's awesome, Which dude. They, she's super sweet. Like she's like she's everybody's awesome. favorite grandma. Awesome. Like it's crazy. Oh, she is awesome. I, I I have watched a few episodes with with you my wife. And she, she is awesome. It's awesome. But the, they bring up the one reality show that I need to check out. I don't know if you guys have checked it out. Talking about like shows to check out. Making it with Amy. Oh Cohen yeah, and making Nicole. it's good. Oh, I'm halfway through the first. I've heard season. it's fantastic. Um, it's I don't know about fantastic. It's good. It's okay. watchable. But it's Polar um, and Offerman. I mean, <laughs> Polar is. I don't know, man. And you said Offerman too. Polarman, yeah. Polar, yeah. Because Amy, it's, it's about building and crafting, right? So it's a craft show, right? So basically, they take, mm-hmm. they literally take the Great British Baking Show's formula, which is put everybody in a tent, give them challenges. They have a, a thirty-minute challenge, and they have literally it's like a a grand one where it's like a showstopper, right? And basically, what they do is they just they give them tasks to of shit to work with every episode so like some of the episodes it's like we're gonna work with lumber we're gonna we're gonna build playhouses we are gonna work with felt and terrariums you know you know it, it's it's very much the, the great british baking show's formula but offerman is fantastic because he's he's an actual like artisan right like he's mm-hmm. he's killer on it he does a really good job he has really good commentary he's still pretty funny um polar is um She's kind of like the penguin that doesn't want to jump off the ledge into the water to find out if the seals are down there, you know? Like she just seems she seems reluctant towards the whole thing, but she kind of goes for it anyways and it just she feels a little out of place. I like it. I'm about I'm about 6 episodes in. I'll I'll definitely finish the season. It's good enough. The people are decent. Um, you know, Indiana Jane who watches the shows and stuff like that. Shout out Megan um she's watched it she she said it was pretty good she you know she liked mo- most parts of it um but felt you know she said it was, felt a little staged at certain points so from my my perspective what i've uh, seen it's an american it's, it's an reality american, show absolutely. usually staging is gonna happen yeah you know they're gonna lean towards their favorites and stuff like that on the show but um it, it's good man making it, it what's cool about making it is they bring on these people from that are like the judges right like the judges are from like the Etsy, right? Like they're they're all about oh, big cool. crafting places, and it's a really cool look into that world and why it's so popular and what's so cool about it. And they they they're talking about Pinterest and shit like that all the time. Where it's just it's really cool stuff and great ideas. So if you're someone who digs that type of stuff, absolutely making it, you'll enjoy the hell out of it. If you're a big Offerman fan, um, but you don't enjoy felt work or um, bright or lots of glitter and woodworking, uh, maybe well, not your show. Heartbeats loud. Um, <laughs> Heartbeats loud. That's what I Heartbeats loud. Heartbeats loud. Heartbeats loud. Heartbeats loud. Heartbeats loud. 
and that's on uh, <laughs> that, that that just came out on iTunes, and it's amazing. And uh, don't pay the five ninety nine to rent it; just pay the thirteen bucks because you're gonna want to watch it again anyway. So buy just it. pay it, buy it, and have a great film for all of time. Enjoy your movie. Hearts beat left. Ron so Swanson. Th- this this article continues, and I didn't even know this uh, with how big the greatest the great the British Bake Off was or baking show, whatever it is. It G-B-B-S. has spinoffs. Oh, it that doesn't spin-offs. surprise me. That doesn't surprise me at all. There's the, no, 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 but here's the here's the spinoffs. The Great British Sewing Bee. <laughs> so I'm assuming just people making quilts, uh, I guess. <laughs> That's and, dope. And the Great Pottery Throwdown. <laughs> <laughs> the Pottery Throwdown. So people, people just set pottery wheels, I'm assuming, just make oh. If there's not Dude, multiple that scenes, like it's be awesome. if, if they don't just bring in like cardboard cutouts of Patrick Swayze for an episode to do a ghost montage, I will be <laughs> very disappointed in you, Britain. Very disappointed. Oh, oh God. That seems like it's right in your wheelhouse shows. of dry humor. <laughs> Get on Britain it. Britain doesn't disappoint oh, yeah. much when it comes to TV shows. Oh, I bet they no. do. We don't see a lot of shit that doesn't come over. Well, here. we don't see the disappointing <laughs> ones. We always see the good ones. <laughs> we see, yeah. the, we see the excellent stuff. Um, but no, uh, GBBS, Great British Baking Show. I love it. Check it out. Uh, let's get through. I, there, I watched a ton of shit on Netflix, by the way. Uh, the new Bleach live action. Bleach being a great anime from all time great animes. Uh, they just did a live action remake on Netflix, very similar to what they did with Death Note. Full Metal Alchemist, I'm out things of that nature. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, not much of a stand for it, but it's the best of those series. Um, they definitely took some liberties with how the story folds out, which I'm okay with because uh. they've already kind of announced that they're going to go into the Soul Society um, where the shit gets really good anyways with Bleach. And yeah, it, it wasn't horrible, horrible, horrible. It was just not great. Still watchable, though. I, I, watchable is the greatest word I can use with that. Um, the Which power, means it'll get a sequel because they're it already doing is, a sequel it's, it's for already, Death Note. Yeah, it's already getting a sequel. They've already, yeah. They announced it at the end of the movie. They were already like, and next time, uh, you know, it was like Bleach. Soul Society, you know, it was like which, I was like, which awesome. is the yes, funny thing I mean, that those are getting sequels and they just uh, pretty much uh, made an indicator that there will no, there will be no Defender sequel because they took away the de- the Defender. You, um, you know why? Uh, there, because it's made in <laughs> Japan and they don't they don't have a big budget. Defenders uh, went and blew okay. the roof off of a budget for a big superhero movie with big names and crazy actors and actresses, and it didn't do shit. So are they making these? I thought they were they were they were converting them over here. Yeah, they're, they're already yeah. The, the well, live actions. No, no, no yeah. that's what's cool. They're already made in Japan. Like they're just bring they're oh, just okay. here. We're watching. They're not with American actors. Like Death Note had the American oh, actors okay. and then stuff. Okay, I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah okay. Death Note did, uh, since you yeah. mentioned Death Note, I was already like I'm out. I said it, I couldn't the, stand Netflix's said, version of Death Note. Yeah, I said it in like the same vein of because they also did a Full Metal Alchemist, which was awful. Full Metal Alchemist was god awful. Oh, it's bad. I really it's wanted to so watch that. Awful. It's bad. It's so bad. Okay. But you may have just saved yeah. two hours of my life. Bleach, on the other hand, is it's okay. It's not okay. it's watchable. Like just at, What is that about? At, when you're at work and you've got you know, you know you're gonna have a day of eight hours with nothing, Bleach is gonna fill up two of those hours just fine. Well, and what is Bleach about? Is, so Bleach is about a kid who sees ghosts, sees dead people, right? 
And all of a sudden, oh, one day, someone rolls in, and he, they are now fighting these big monsters um, that are devouring these ghosts that he sees. And they come in, shit goes down, he all of a sudden gets taken out of his body, gets pulled into this ghost world, and is now able to fight these ghosts to protect the dead souls, to pass on. It's it's It sounds crazy, it sounds over the top, it's just a really, really great ghost story it's got a nice little horror theme to it um it's brutal it's bloody and it takes place with a bunch of high school kids that are fun and awesome so if you're into the the very tropey guy with no powers gets powers starts saving the world his friends start getting powers as well to save the world like it's shit like that just like that hero it's, show it's it is it is the young man's version of the hallmark channel kind of shit that you know it it panders to a certain audience and it panders well. And I like, I love bleach. It's an anime of all animes. It started out as a great manga. Uh, it's, it's really good. It it is, you know, it is what it is. Don't make fun of it. Don't judge it. It, It's, it's good stuff, but you know, it's nothing. We all have our guilty pleasures. It it is a great anime. It honestly is one of the best, greatest animes of all time. And one of the best selling mangas as well. It's fantastic. The problem is it just, it died out really bad because the creator just kind of, didn't really have where, anywhere to go with it and it kind of fell apart which it's bleach is one of those fantastic tragedy tragic stories of what shonen jump was right so shonen jump was a, is a is a monthly manga series that started off with mm-hmm. dragon ball z and naruto and and you know one piece and things like that and most of those continue on and keep going and they stay in you know in canon and they never like do crazy things right and you watch these characters get older and older and older as the years go on uh, you know, they have they have kids, they have families, and, you know, you have these huge successes with Naruto and One Piece and Dragon Ball Z and, and stuff like that. I, maybe Dragon Ball Z wasn't shown in Jump. Maybe it was just Naruto and One Piece. Um, I might be overquoting I don't think Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z, Z yeah, was, now. Yeah, it, it was just Naruto and One Piece, and but Bleach was a part of that. The problem was those other shows kept going, or those other mangas kept going on and making these great episodes and all these huge epic storylines, and the creator of Bleach just lost his mojo, and it just never... It never hit those levels of those big, big other mangas, but it was still fantastic and great while it was running strong. It, it's it is one of the, my favorite ones for sure. Writers so block. When you have the entire when you have the entire Full Metal Alchemist and Bleach on Netflix, you might as well just watch those over the live action ones. Then. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, and and, and Naruto and Shippuden. They kind of yeah. run out of stuff to say. It's just, massive writer's block just like well it wasn't even that right like there was a good story the problem is is how it was taking place was literally in the same vein of what had already happened in the in the first two series arcs right where oh the girl got captured now we got to go save her the problem is the worlds were really rich in those first couple arcs right like you had this world of karakura town where they were exploring and finding all these great things and these things to discover and then they went to the soul society and, and it had these great arcs and these great things with all these great things to talk about. And then it went to Hueco Mundo and it just started falling apart. I mean, it was, it was crazy, but it was the same shit. Like we got to go save this person and we're going to go rescue them. We're going to go, you know, just, it was the same shit three times in a row. It, it, was, hap- it happens with animes all the time though, where they just all of a sudden and just stop. And it's like, what, what, where's the rest? Yeah. So, um, but a lot which, of times the, the way, manga Netflix will continue, needs to, but this one didn't. Yeah. 
Yeah, Netflix needs to get more than season one of Fairy Tale. I'm getting very annoyed that oh, they only have yeah. season one. Yeah, we need more Fairy Tale. We need more Soul Eater. Um, we also need more Blue Exorcist. Uh, we need we One Punch Man's coming soon. Uh, I'm super stoked for that. And catch up on Attack on Titan. Season three's out. Let's go. Get your English dubs in, y'all. Let's go. Come on, man. Uh, we need more people nice. voice acting for these folks. Let's go. Yeah, fair, Fairy Tale is entering its last season right yeah, now, and great, uh, I'm very annoyed that there's only one season on yeah. Netflix. <laughs> fairy Tale's great, man. Go get Crunchyroll. I've been watching a lot of Fairy Tale. It sucks when it comes to binge watching. It's been yeah. great, man. I love it. It's the only reason why I want to speak Japanese, so I don't have to sit there and watch the show over and over. I can let it play in the background <laughs> like I do everything else. That's the only reason you want to learn. Not only any other, only just so can... very selfish, <laughs> lazy reasons do I want to learn Japanese. <laughs> My lazy reason is kind of in the same vein, but I'd want to learn it just so I can see how how horribly off the uh, the 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 actual subtitles are. Oh, especially oh, with movies back dude. in like the seventies and eighties. You know they're brutal. <laughs> you know they're brutal. Just from the from the Japanese uh, subtitled stuff to the English dubbed stuff, it's it's a huge translation mix up and barrier. I can't. I, I can. I cannot imagine how crazy it is from actual Japanese words to English written language. Uh, yeah. Anyways, you got to go check out on Netflix uh, the Power of Grayskull documentary. Uh, it talks about all about the rise and fall of oh. He-Man, and it goes into everything from the toys, the TV show, the movie, everything. I mean, there are interviews with the creators of the toys to Dolph Lundgren. Um, it is fantastic. It's awesome. If you are a He-Man fan at all, even if you're just interested in toys and collectibles, uh, go check out The Power of Grayskull. It is fantastic on Netflix. A really great documentary. Highly recommend. Um, I watched a lot of stand-up. Uh, Shout-out to Daniel Sloss, Christina uh, P., uh, both really, really good stand-ups on Netflix right now. They're killing it. Uh, Daniel Sloss actually has a two-part one uh, produced by Conan O'Brien, uh, British comic. Uh, I'm going to give you this warning, though. He is super <clears throat> fucking dark, and I love that kind of stuff. I love it. Like Honestly, like I was in tears watching this dude stand-up. It is not going to be for everybody. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, it sounds like it's for me. Just saying that. <laughs> Don't judge me harshly and send all your hate mail to mess5150 at gmail.com. Um, and, oh, Glow. Glow. I just I binged hard through Glow, both seasons. How was it? Big fan. Enjoyed it. Um, I've heard Glow's fantastic. Mark Marin yeah. is phenomenal. All the ladies do a great job. I know it, it's kind of I heard you know, the same thing. Some people were, you know, talking about it's like you know it's kind of exploitation, you know, show with these girls running around in in, in bathing suits and bikinis and tight outfits. Um, I think it's a lot more than that. I, I think it's a lot deeper in the original though. Glow. But that's the thing. That's not what this show is about. This show is about outside of the not, ring. But and it's even yeah. though it's on the ring too, and it's the story of what was going on. There's a lot of great moments in this show that are so further past that. So for the people who are just like, I don't watch that kind of shit. That's not for me. Um, if you like just some crude, dumb humor with some wrestling mixed in there, it is it is a really good show. It's a lot of fun. I recommend Glow a lot. Santa Cruz Diet, Nick. I know you've talked yes. about this. It took <laughs> me good. it took me a while to get back into it. I had to have a friend uh shout out once again, Indiana Jane. Uh Krill Chain Krillatane. I don't know. I'm not gonna say that name. I'll probably fuck it up. You um, heard it first from me though. Nick, I agreed with you. I liked the first couple episodes because Nathan Filling was in there and then he was gone. 
but they brought him back in a really awesome way. And I enjoyed the season. I enjoyed season two. I actually enjoyed season two a lot more than season one because the daughter and the neighbor kid next door became real awesome characters. And that was great to watch them develop and have mm-hmm. really awesome stories. I, I enjoyed the hell out of them. It's such, a, such an underrated show as well. Um, you never hear anybody talking about it. Yeah, you don't hear anybody talking about it, and they should be because it is actually a really good show. Uh, it, Drew Barrymore, I'm not usually a big fan of hers, honestly. She's a little too uh, kind of, oh, yeah, me, wah, wah, you know, uh, so cutesy, dootsy. And, you know, I, I, I struggle to find her have really interesting characters. Um, but I like the take that she has on the zombie genre with this, and I think it's awesome. I think it's it's a really good show. And it's a very fun. Timothy should... Oliphant is great as well. And Oliphant's the man. There, there's not a much better man there on screen to look at and be charming. Dude. And Oliphant doesn't. Yeah, do there's really not much he's that he's awesome not actor. great in. He actually he's he's very underrated in my he, opinion. He, he's, I agree. He's I'm... a great actor. Absolutely. He died too early in Dreamcatcher, damn it. Um, <laughs> I done it. Spoiler. Uh, there was that. But no, Oliphant's great. Uh, just so much around that show is great. Um, I, was a, I was a big fan. Uh, Charlie Day's wife from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the Chicky Stocks. That's actually his life in real life. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. She's in the show as well. She's really good, too. And then, oh, this, this is the problem. I, I remember when Netflix first went to, to non-DVD and, oh, and yeah, people dude. were just like, there's nothing, there's nothing to watch. And now it's like, there's just too there's much, so much that it's, yeah, to... there's so much that it drives me nuts. I'm, I just gave you guys so much. to yeah, I, I watched so much shit. I want, I cannot believe how much it shit actually I've makes watching. me pretty anxious. There's like so much stuff on there that it makes me anxious. It's like, what am I going to watch next? I'll agree with you on that. I'll <laughs> agree with you on that for sure. I need, I need a time spinner. For from Harry Potter to <laughs> so I can watch all the Netflix shows. It's, it's a Time Turner, by the way. It's a Time, time Turner, whatever yeah. it is. I'm gonna go find Hermione. If I could have, get it. Uh, here, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call this power right now. If I could have the power to watch everything ever made. No, why? That makes that's a dumb power. No, no, no. Not no. everything ever made. You don't want to watch everything. I, I have the option. I have the option not to watch the things I don't want to watch, but I have. Oh, okay. The, mm, all the time. That, no, no. that sounds like a fucked up genie wish you just made, and you wish to <laughs> no, watch no. everything ever made, and you were going to be cursed yeah. with some awful shit. And that ends up with. Uh, That's with, not uh, what I meant, though. I want to watch. With be the, able to watch everything I want to be able to watch. You know, like you can. I want to watch. You can never pull Howard the Duck out of your mind once you watch it. It's a fucking horrible film. I was thinking more of uh, <laughs> things involving a cup. Oh, yeah. oh God! Yeah, oh, oh. Cup. yep, oh. yep. He, he, he went there, guys. He went there. <laughs> I went there. <laughs> yeah, that was. It's a long dated reference. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that one's. It's been a while. Let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase Internet it. Internet in its early days. I will never be on watch. the show again. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> That's when you thanked God that you had dial-up, because when it was loading just line by line, and like halfway down, you're like, you know what? I'm out. Fuck this. I can't finish the rest of this. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm out. Goodbye. It's either that or the power of invisibility. I don't know which way oh, I would You're such go. a creep. You're such a creep. You want to watch. You're gonna, he's going to go, wanna watch. He's gonna go Kevin Bacon. No, you the watch. I want to have the power of invisibility, because there's a lot of things that I want to hear. Oh, you're like such in, a in rooms, you're such a creep. You're such a creep. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't. Think I bet that. you do. You Panama. Like, oh, have yeah, you ever yeah. wanted heard like a conversation that someone's having that you're like, I kind of no. wonder what they're talking about. No. You know why? Because what the <laughs> fuck does it matter? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I think the power of invisibility would come in handy. I would not be like Kevin Bacon. I promise. 
<laughs> oh, you're such a. You want to watch everything ever been made and on TV, so you're gonna watch every terrible home movie, and you're gonna watch. You're gonna be invisible to. No, creep I have on the people. power to watch yeah. everything that I want to watch. Yeah, like I don't. I don't yeah. have See, to. Here's the thing, man. You're stuck with. You don't. Every, you don't get. A, you don't YouTube get. A, you don't get to pick just... your quirk. You just. You're giving it, man. You're giving your quirk. All right. You. Don't, Superman doesn't get a pick. When he I have the power to get all the powers shit. I want. He well, just, according he has to DC, the he pretty much does. The way they, the way they write him, he gets uh, to pick all right. power It was, it was an extreme. Yeah. You're right. You're right. He does. He just grabs a different <laughs> kryptonite, and boom, it's his. So you're right. I'll give you yeah. that. I'll give you that. Uh, um, no, you don't, get a ju- you don't get a judge, all right? You, you're, this is genie wish shit, all right? You're, you're going to get cursed with it. Yeah, but I do want to watch everything, though. That's good. We just don't have enough time. Yeah, it's, it's like the genie. It's like the genie wish joke about uh, the guy that didn't actually wish to be a, a small, a giant, a tiny pianist. <laughs> <laughs> or a twelve-inch pianist is what it was. It was what the punchline was. Pianist. Uh, yeah, sure. That's a good one. <laughs> I haven't heard that one yet. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you about. I'll tell you the joke sometime. <laughs> Giggity. All right, so I just gave you guys a ton of Netflix shit. Probably bored the hell out of everybody. There's still more on this list that I just decided, you know what? I'm taking up way too much time talking about it. Have you guys watch anything that's worth checking out, worth talking about, recommending? Uh, I haven't watched anything. I did uh, start my Halloween season, though, this weekend. Oh, and, great. Uh, uh, went down to uh, Universal Studios. Nice. For Halloween Horror Nights. Went some Halloween Horror Nights. Which- Oh, dude, dude. I, I love some good horror movies, man. Well, uh, Halloween Horror Nights the, is more like mazes and shit at the amusement park. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but yeah, I'm just talking exactly. about when it gets to this season. Oh, watching yeah. Watching good horror mm-hmm. movies, just in general. I, I wait till October 1st before my horror movies kick in, before I start binging horror movies. Just a I'd thing. say that's fair. Just There's so many good that's ones, fair. though, that you, don't, that you don't always have time. But that's <laughs> the thing. But then next year comes around, and you got time again. So my power comes in handy there, doesn't it? Mm, <laughs> sure. So, I heard. So I heard. Early, then, uh, then, oh, go ahead. then I'll give you early suggestion. If you have, have you ever watched Trick or Treat? Uh, yes, I have. Yes. Okay. Yes. Not okay. bad. Not bad. Okay. That's right. Well, when, when, if you go to what the the purpose of it was and stuff, it's actually pretty pretty yeah. good for somebody that put it together. So for sure, absolutely. Uh, and they're still trying to get a sequel, but they had they had a they had a maze for that there, which was which was fantastic. They had the scene with the the kid throwing up on the on the <laughs> steps. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> that's dope. And uh, um, the they had a poltergeist maze that was mm, phenomenal. Nope, mm-mm, mm-mm, nope, no, mm, no. You don't like poltergeist? Poltergeist is the one I. So here's the thing, man. I have a weird power where I can like I I swear to God, it's this weird thing. Where if I think about certain shit or I watch certain movies or anything like that, I can craft my dreams for that night, right? Oh, cool. And it's crazy. Like, it's just it's just a weird thing that, you know, I'm able to do. It's just I, I can think about certain things. So, like, when I, I've been writing a lot lately and I go to bed, right, I, I write right before I go to bed and I, I craft that story. It either repeats, like, what I dreamt the night before or it kind of continues on, right? And I first realized I had this when I was a kid with certain nightmares. And I had these, I had some really fucked up nightmares when I was a little kid. And one of them was around poltergeist watching it as a kid. And it terrified me. Like it, 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 it was awful. Like my mom 
thought it was hilarious and she would just turn that shit on every once in a while to like kick me out of the room <laughs> like i know how to get matt away we'll turn on poltergeist and he won't be able to watch it and he'll go away right like if i was being annoying or something like that um and I, she didn't mean to like spitefully or anything but it would it would mess me up because i'd have these fucked up nightmares and it's honestly a movie to this day that i struggle I, i've watched it since what was but the night was so it the clown tough. it's so tough it had to have been the clown no it's the kid getting pulled out of his room by the tree and okay, just, no, that's pretty. That's that's pretty creepy. Those, you just hate trees. Those screams, <laughs> like that, like you know, the trees were like a safe place. They're like cool thing for me when I was a kid, and his screams and being thrown into the pool, you know, it's just it's all the things I loved as a kid: the pool, climbing trees, all mm-hmm. that kind of shit, getting sucked into the TV, uh, you know, hearing Carolyn, mommy, you know, like that. It. I, I'm getting chills right now Cannon. talking about it, dude. I'm getting chills talking about it. Oh, man. You would have been terrified walking through this maze then because it was like scene for scene in this maze. It was oh, fantastic. Oh, no. I'm, that's, dude. that's why I love oh. Universal when they do their stuff because they're reenacting oh. the stuff. So I literally, before we walked in there, I was like, if there is not an actor looking like Craig T. Nelson, yelling <laughs> about, if Coach doesn't walk <laughs> through this fucking maze. Coach, yelling, yelling about the, the, the burial ground then it's not oh. it's not a successful maze. I did not get an actor. I didn't get an actor doing it. However, you do walk through the uh, all the coffins and and the the bodies in the coffins, and you hear oh. his voice yelling over it. No, yelling that scene oh. like you didn't move. You moved the tombstones, but you didn't. Oh, I'm <laughs> I was like, so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> oh, but it was such a good maze. Uh, you. It when sounds I fantastic. It sounds fantastic. Now you have to watch the video just to see how you react. Oh, dude, I like. I'm God, honestly, right now, like, do the whole uh, thing. I want to see your reaction. Just, just why can't we have these see. in Texas? Because uh, you guys aren't cool enough. Uh, <laughs> you guys don't have any like yeah. horror things to go to. Not, not, not to the, not to the have, extent have, that you just described. Yeah, they have corn mazes, bro. Um, corn mazes can be pretty good too though it depends nah, on I know, but I what, what you describe sounds so much better yeah because they are they're really good the halloween horror night stuff is really good some of the not scary farm they go some of the other stuff out. is not great it's 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 Nots mediocre Nuts not is okay but because it's an actual studio mm-hmm. they they go all out they have a lot of good like the next tickets the next tickets i'm going to get is for warner brothers studio because they're they're going with an it maze they're doing um, Arkham Asylum, where you have to actually escape from the Joker there, and it's it's just like they're they're going above and beyond, because um, everybody out here, like you said, Texas, you don't have it out here. Everybody has to compete to get those people to buy their tickets to come to the horror events, and um, I mean, even I went into the Michael Myers uh, Halloween Four, Return of Michael Myers, terrible movie, terrible movie, but they made a maze for it. And I went into that, and even that was was enjoyable. They actually had actors playing out the scenes, in in That's that, cool. like mouthing mouthing the exact scenes when the doctors yelling at at Michael Myers in in the bar and getting ready to shoot him. There's a guy just standing there, and he's doing that scene over and over oh, again. That's wow. his whole night. That's. And, mm, that's and, cool. But he's got the scar makeup on. They made sure he looked like the doctor. I'm just like, this is what I like about Universal is they're going to be like, we're going to put you in this story. The unfortunate thing about Universal is they did Stranger Dr. Things. Loomis. And it was always Dr. Loomis, yes. And Stranger Things was always a two-hour wait, so I didn't get to go into Stranger Things. And I can just imagine how great the Stranger Things oh, I bet was. That was oh, dope. dude. Yeah. That would have been epic. Yeah. It was a minimum of a two-hour wait. I just – I was like – 
can't do it. SoCal I, I can't give up. is a great area for horror fans um, because there's so much access to so much of that movie magic, those areas down there. Um, and it's just cool because a lot of the, the stuff you see all over TV shows and movies and things like that, it's all housed out of warehouses and you know storage lockers out there. So it, it's, a, it's a great area <laughs> for that. So it's really cool. Gosh, man. You, you guys are lucky. This is one of my favorite times of year oh, because this is it's the just, best time of the I, year, man. I love going to all these. I love going to all these events. Absolutely best time of the year. So I, I, I would totally I, go with you if I was there. I won't be going to the Polter guys, but uh, I'll be heading down to SoCal here another week or two to go and partake. I'm sure. We should. Whenever you're coming down, we should look at at a a Sunday for because I'm I'm thinking about a Sunday for for Warner Brothers Studio. We should try and get tickets and go. Nice, yeah. It'll probably be, it'll you. probably be the weekend right before Halloween. So, I might be able to do that. Yeah. Um, because we'll yeah, if we go, this. I mean, it's it's like I said, I really want to go to that one just because it, it you have you're in Arkham Asylum. Joker has you on trial and you have to escape from him. That's cool. And that sounds awesome. That sounds kick ass. Yeah. And they also have a Camp Crystal Lake one where you got to escape from Jason. Ah, that's cool. That's, cool. that's cool. That's awesome. Cool. That sounds pretty killer. They're like, they're like, we we have a lake in our studio. We figured, why not use it? Is yeah. it was it exactly their reasoning. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, shit yeah, dude. No one's filming on it. Let's let's use it, right? So yeah, I'm in. Yeah, that sounds killer. I'm in. I like it. Um, not pun. Yeah, pun intended. What's the hell? Let's go with it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nick, anything, any stuff that you've watched, dude? Anything you want to give shout-outs to? Anything like that? Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head, All unfortunately. Right. No worries. Um, so, last thing, uh, we're not we're not gonna be able to talk about the latest stuff. Um, but Wes, I know you don't watch Better Call Saul. Oh, you're you're a big Breaking Bad I, fan, though, right? Um. Once again, too much stuff to be able to watch, and it's on my long list of things to watch, and that's that's the Hold problem on. with with why that's why I didn't start watching Better Call Saul is because I haven't actually finished. Wa- I haven't watched Breaking Bad. Oh, to finish just it. say it, just yeah. admit it. All right, you I, son of a gun. Yeah, I feel just so bad. It. it feels dirty. <laughs> I feel dirty. I feel that. dirty. God, I feel so Hurry dirty. Hurry up and watch it. Uh, yeah, I, I recommend getting it, giving it a bump towards the top of the list, dude. It, it is definitely a top list, but there's so many things that I haven't watched over. You know, it's it's uh, yeah. Here's, here's, Breaking Bad here's the thing with with Breaking Bad. All my time all is time. eaten up by by actually converting videos. All yeah, time. but here's the thing: let Breaking Bad be playing for you while you're converting videos. Yeah, but here's, and I don't get here, to focus on it like I really want to. Uh, I miss stuff. Well, you need to learn to. Yeah, Learn to multitask, he's bro. Gonna, he's he's not going to be able to pay attention to what he's There's doing. There's certain shows that bad. you want to make sure you pay full attention to, and unfortunately, those are the shows that get put on the back burner for me because the shows that I don't care if I'm really paying that much attention to, but I still want to see them, are the ones that I watch because I could you imagine someone trying to multitask during Westworld? <laughs> oh God! No. You know what that humming <laughs> played, is, right there? It's <laughs> a shitty the, fucking the violin, violin for you. No one cares, man. Get it. Get your shit together, man. Breaking Bad's a great show. Um, Amazing. And here's the, and here's the thing why I think you should just try to give it a little bump towards the top of the list, man. For two reasons. One, you're getting to a point where you're. It's starting to get pretty. I mean, you'll remember. Obviously, you'll remember some of those times and those eras. But it was a very 
on topic show where we it was mm-hmm. it it felt modern day and where we're getting to now it's getting further and further and further away from that and i just wonder if it will it'll lose some of that punch when it doesn't feel like no, it's I taking always, place I always at the live same in the time past. so oh there you go there i live in the past <laughs> all right you win no worries you got it take your take your time want, i don't take want to time. think I don't want to think about the current climate that we live in. <laughs> All right. That's why we Deal. like Stranger Things so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan. So, uh, All right. Well, there you go, then. Uh, Netflix, check. Uh, you guys watch any movies? You guys watch any flicks that you want to chat about? I got two for you, then, because I'm hearing crickets. Yeah. Yeah. The last movie I saw, I talked about it on the live cast last week. Got it. Uh, first one, uh, White Boy Rick. Uh, excellent. I really want to see. Excellent movie. Not what you think it's going to be for two reasons why really? I really enjoyed it. One, it's not the glorified Scorsese gangster style film that it kind of pitches itself to be in the trailers. Uh, this isn't a McConaughey, you know, vehicle to, oh, you know, white boy Rick selling drugs and killing people and, you know, ha ha ha, it's going to be so this fun true hollywood story from rags to riches not that and it is fantastic that it is not that um this is a very real story it is a, it is you know it is hollywood it's a true story. It, is tra- it is dramatized for sure i'm you know i'm guarantee it yeah, you got you have to dramatize a little bit yeah but this is one of those films that we're kind of in this world and climate right now that we're not going to get into obviously too far, but it's one of those ones I, I recommend and I can't recommend enough because it, it's, you know, all of a sudden I had like 12 kids show up out of nowhere in my theater. It was completely empty for the first 10 minutes. And then a bunch of kids, you could tell snuck in the damn thing out of nowhere. And then they left mm-hmm. 20 minutes into it because it was boring them in their words. This is fucking boring. Not what we thought it was going to be. Because it was actually telling a story and it wasn't there to entertain. It was there to mm-hmm. tell a killer, killer story. And it did a great job at it. And I, I really, really recommend White Boy Rick for anybody who's looking to watch something that's not glorifying the gangster, the drug dealing, the, you know, that hood lifestyle that, you know, especially in Southern California, it where we grew up around of- so much of that kind of reminds me from the previews of what kind of like what catch me if you can not even close kind of to that film it's a no, way different no. tone way different style um and that's the thing that's what you think it is you think it's something like that and it sells it like that in the trailer um and i'm not going to get deep into this film and i'm not going to say anything but go into there and please feel free to think that when you go into the trailer because th- i think this movie will surprise you then i think what happened though is you had a younger audience trying to go into there or maybe a less educated audience try to go in there and try to go in for entertainment value. And it's very entertaining. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not entertaining. But what's great about it is it's an education piece as well. And with movies that I've been watching with, like, Sorry to Bother You and Black Klansmen, uh, this fit a fantastic piece of those same kind of niches. Obviously not with as heavy a focus on race and things like that. But, man, a great, great story of a they have a very shitty situation for a kid to be in. I got to ask one question, because this is the thing with McConaughey. You, you either get two types of McConaughey. You get McConaughey being McConaughey, or every once in a while you get an amazing performance where, like, when he won his Oscar. Is this a, 
is this a McConaughey being McConaughey or is it a like one of his better performances where it's like a chance at going for another Oscar? Well, here's one of those things, right? And another, you know, and I, I, I struggle to tell you too much of that. Um, okay. Because it's not him being McConaughey for sure. It's him doing a great acting job as this kid's father. Okay. Because that's the way that yeah. the trailer comes off is that he's being. Yeah, he looks that. like he's being classic McConaughey. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing, right? This tries to sell you the story of like a good fella is a catch me if you can, you know, that, mm-hmm. that, you know, that kind of rags to riches gangster kind of style film. And it's not that. And that's what's. I, I don't want to go too deep into McConaughey's role into this film, but yeah. he plays that kid's father very, very well. He does a great job playing that kid's dad, and you you see McConaughey as that kid's dad, and not as a McConaughey vehicle, which is great. Which is why I love, honestly one of the better things I nice. liked about the film. And that's what I like when you get those roles all of a sudden from McConaughey, where it's just like okay, Interstellar yeah. McConaughey. <laughs> yes. And, and but once again, this is not a McConaughey film. This is that no. kid from that movie. I'm actually going to look him up on IMDb because he deserves a great shout out because he played uh, honestly something that I, I don't know when the last time we saw something like this on film, to tell you the truth. And I'm really proud of him. Uh, Richie Merritt, uh, shout out to you, man. And Belle Powley, uh, the girl who plays the sister in this film. Uh, good on you. Uh, but yeah, Richie Merritt, uh, dude crushed it absolutely crushed it i don't know what you're from i'm pulling your imdb up you have done nothing sir except for white boy rick i'm so happy that this is your debut yeah i heard i heard he was he was brand brand new new. the fact that this is his debut is fantastic i love it i think we'll see i hope we see a lot of this kid because he plays this character phenomenal big fan big hopefully he doesn't get typecasted um, yeah, he literally only on yeah. IMDb only has White Boy Rick and as himself as, himself. Uh, as a guest on on the Today Show. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got Today Show and White Boy Rick credits. That's all he's got on IMDb. Uh, so so good, that's all good everybody's going to know him for. It's that kid from White Boy Rick. And you know what? If that's what he goes down as, honestly, I can't wait to meet that dude one day or see him somewhere uh, because I'm gonna I'm gonna shake his hand and say thank you for a, a film I really loved and enjoyed. So. Uh, oh, yeah. It was great, man. I, I really did enjoy the hell out of it. I, I really did. Even though it was very different from what the trailers are trying to sell you. And the last one, Mandy. Uh, lucked out here. Have, a, have an indie theater <laughs> that was playing this. If you don't know what Mandy is, it's the latest uh, Nick Cage movie. And I'm going to tell you right now, one of the more surprising films I've seen in years. Um, it came out of nowhere for me. I, well, I shouldn't say that. I've been watching this film and paying attention to this film for months now because i had a buddy kind of clue me in on it like hey man this is getting a lot of buzz this is crazy this film did something so amazingly well and i think that the director of this film the people who wrote this film they figured out something as to what makes nick cage so great and i'm not i'm not honestly this is not being ironic this is not being anything and what makes him not great, what turns him into meme Nick Cage versus what turns Nick Cage into a great actor. And great actor Nick Cage does a great job of showing facial expressions and showing emotion. 
the problem with Nick Cage, where his downfall is, is the noises he makes um, <laughs> and the sounds that come out of his mouth when he makes those emotional moments. This film found a way to eliminate a lot of those noises, and it was... There are noises, obviously. There are lots of noises in this movie, and Nick Cage does plenty of talking, but it was fantastic. The, the imagery on the screen, the twist that this story takes, the turns that go on in this film are absolutely fantastic. And I have two words for you. If you're, if you're struggling with why you should watch this film, it's got Nick Cage, why the hell would I want to do that to myself? Two words for you. Chainsaw fight. Watch it. Chainsaw fight. Is that okay, three so words? What's the better? Now I gotta ask this: What's the better chainsaw fight, season one of uh, Preacher or Mandy? Oh, Mandy, by far. Okay. Ooh, oh, okay. Trust me, because that's that's how I got people. That's how I got people to watch Preacher. The first trust. season was like, hey, they have a chainsaw fight. <laughs> trust me, this thing is fantastic. <laughs> and it's an indie. It is so an indie. It is, it is an indie like film. This is, this it, but is here's the what's cool, cool though. I found it out is it got released nationwide on iTunes and uh, stuff like that already too. So you can actually watch it at home. Beyond Excellent. that, though, they they were really pushing this at Comic Con um, because the company that made it is actually majority majority funded by fans. It's it's hey, you want to be part of the movie industry? Come help fund this company, and you'll be part of an actual uh, fan-created industry uh, movie studio. And it's it's really awesome to to get actual movie fans to actually help get these movies made and stuff like that. So that that's that that was being pushed really heavily at um, at Comic Con. And that was the party I was trying to get you to uh, to go to, Matt. That I was like, they're doing, they're giving away a poster, a, a Nick Cage signed poster, and it was for the Mandy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. You tell me about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, because we were going, we were speculating, will yeah. Nick Cage show up at it? Well, you know? now we know why he didn't show up at it because the fan funded film didn't have enough left over to bring Nick Cage to Comic Con. So that's that's where we lost it. Well, that's uh, where we, that's why we were guessing was he going to be there or not because he's doing the voice in the Spider Man cartoon and yeah. and I was like, well, he killed two birds with one stone. Yeah. So and in Teen um, Titans Go, so I mean, he had he had a he had a this has been a great busy. year for Nick Cage is all I'm going to say. He's a busy man. And Mandy really did a great job. It really did. I was very surprised by it as far as a lot of the imagery, the great sound work, um, the great, the phenomenal practical effects work in this was amazing. Like, they did such a good job with so many pieces of that. It was awesome. So, it's Legion M is the the company. There you and go. They, they're nice. a fan, they're, they're the first fan-owned entertainment company. So, it's literally like a Kickstarter Fan, uh, you know that that they're like you want to see these type of movies let's let's get this 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 stuff done and you actually put the money towards what you want to see get made cool so that's, that's awesome. pretty cool i dig it yeah they did an excellent job with it way to go titan m you said a legion m. legion legion m great job i'm in i love it um cool uh that's all i got for you gents man what about anything else you guys want to chat about talk about before we get the hell out of here you want some uh, a couple of uh, ten interesting fun facts about your, uh, Richie Merritt? <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's hear some Richie Merritt so, fun facts. This is going to be the new Richie Merritt since podcast. Since you're so excited about him being he, in white, well, uh, what? if you didn't know, West, he's a big fan of the show. 
He's a big fan. He likes okay. to tune in he everywhere. Is. He's a big nerd mosh pit guy. You know, you gotta uh, listen to so- you gotta listen to something <laughs> on the set of White Boy Rick with Matthew McConaughey. You know, he can't talk all the time. So he's been texting yeah. me all week about when we're gonna go up. Oh, don't <laughs> say don't. You, now you're overselling it. Come on, don't don't name drop like uh, that, Nick. Hopefully, you don't go out too often. But he's he's only 17, so you're not yeah. ta- you don't want to be taking him to places he shouldn't be going to. No, they're just texting. <laughs> they're just sexting each other. He's only sending him pictures just of his texting. dick. So. It's okay. No, oh, come on. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, totally he was kidding. Ca- he was 15 when he got cast into White Boy Rick, and he had no idea who Matthew McConaughey was until he did the film. Oh man, uh, <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, like you said, he has no no credits. This literally was his first job. Period. Nice. Was this was this film? Good for him. And he actually got discovered for the film inside his school's principal office. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, he's gonna turn this fame into a big thing all of a sudden. Don't yeah. look holy coking yourself, Richie. No, don't, don't. Yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully this is just the beginning. Yeah. So that's two facts, or is that three? That's three. There's ten, but they're 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 kind of che- cheesy ones. Ah, okay. His favorite color is black. Oh well. Uh, once again, this yeah. this is his first IMDb credits, right? So they have to fill it up with shit like that, right? <laughs> favorite color is black. Yeah. What's his favorite once food? He- Oh wait! His first paycheck for the film, he bought a grill. Yeah, <laughs> for his teeth, the fucking front teeth. I'm assuming. Grill, I'm yes. assuming that's the grill he bought. Oh, I like this kid so much more now. He fits perfect for White Boy Rick. Um, and he loves designer clothes. Gucci, Saint Laurent, and Versace are some of his favorites. <laughs> He's such yeah. a. Hi, Richie. You're my hero, bro. Oh my god. Awesome. <clears throat> that's amazing. Yeah. So. Because <laughs> we just, didn't know anything about him or where just, he came from, I had, to, I had to find something. He's living the white boy Rick lifestyle. If you if you <laughs> yeah. watch the movie, you would know what I'm talking about. All he needs is one of those no limit chains from back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that'd be fantastic. Uh, with that, speaking of chains, said, did everybody see? I'm um, last last bit that I'm going back to the football thing. But did you guys see uh, what Fitzpatrick? Oh, was wearing in his beautiful his yes that he was wearing beautiful, Deshaun Jackson's beautiful clothing. man yeah but just the <laughs> the interview was fantastic the chest hair is the only thing that's mine he's uh just that right I need, there I need... is why i need some more fits in my life yes oh, give us give us, oh, give us fits magic <laughs> you know yeah. uh yeah if espn doesn't start that up I'm just I'm giving you one, Chris Berman. That one was for free. Hey, Jameis Winston's as good as gone after this year. Mm, if, oh, he, God. if he doesn't stay out of trouble, he definitely will be. But yeah, the the Buccaneers are pretty much done with them. <laughs> you know, the thing is, man, is like, and I just I just don't want yeah. him to get the job back because I want to keep seeing Fitzpatrick do crazy. The thing is, this stuff like this at the end of interviews. That's this. That's the thing. Fitzpatrick does this. For eight games a season, and then he falls apart somewhere. Yeah, but that's what this is his career. This is his his career. Those games are always the greatest. Yeah, it's very true. Those games are always the greatest. He does. He he did this with Deshaun Jackson's clothes. Think about the last the the one from when he was doing really well before, and his son came up to the post game and they started talking math, and and adding up how many touchdowns he had. No, I don't remember that. He had these great moments. Yeah, was it was a couple years ago. No, super charismatic dude. Super charismatic dude. He's you know if he was playing D and D and he was a character, he would definitely be maxed out at twenty points. The guy, you know, fantastic. That's what happens when you're Ivy League. 
<laughs> yeah, he's a Harvard grad, man. Like he, yeah, know, he is. You know? Uh, but it's you know it's Fitzpatrick. I don't I don't see this going all season. But uh, at the same time, man, like Jameis Winston, but he's never had a he's never had a roster like this before either. So great quarterback. That's problem was you kept a kid who had a lot of issues off the field in his neighborhoods off the field in Florida where he's having those issues at Florida State. No, that's that's on the Buccaneers, man. So they they should have done they should have known better. Uh, hopefully he gets his act cleaned up, man. I hate seeing tragic stories of really great athletes like that, but we'll, you know, it's that story is much more common than the awesome Fitzpatrick from Harvard throwing slingers all over the place. So, yeah, I, I think I think he'll get his his act cleaned up. I just I just as long as we have Fitzpatrick doing what he's doing with with press with pressers and stuff, I, I want him out there as much as possible because it just makes it, it's the fun side of, of football. There's Absolutely. just been a huge decline in Winston's play that I don't know where he's going to be in the next year or so. Yeah. Anyways, all right, man. Well, yeah, more Fitzpatrick. I'm in. Anytime you're on you're on a press conference afterwards, looking like Conor McGregor, I'm going to be there for you. So, uh, <laughs> that was so it was fantastic. So with that being said. Uh, gentlemen that will be it for the night we uh we're running pretty good here a little over hour 20 uh nick where can everybody find you man uh, raider 0314 on twitter and also playstation network cool and wes how about you brother uh you can find me on twitter at mess underscore malice corp or at geek guidepost um or you can find me on youtube at geek guidepost that's where all my vlogs are Nice, and I am Matt, and you can find me at the Big Papa Matt on Instagram and on Twitter. You can follow us here at Nerd Mosh Pit on Twitter. If you want to join the conversations, have some fun at us, tweet at us, or um, you can also hit me up on PlayStation Network at Son of Maku S O N O F M A K U, as well as our normal guy who isn't here tonight, but S O L Barefoot. Um, you can find him on all of the grams and stuff of that as well. And we really do appreciate everybody. Uh, let us know what you think of the show wherever you're finding it, liking, subscribing, or downloading this. Make sure to share it with all your friends and family. Have a great rest of your evening, and thanks for enjoying the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Deuces. Oh, that is not your exit, Nick. It's on Young. There you go. Now I'll stop. It's curtains for you, Dr. Hornock. Lacy, gently wafting curtains. <laughs> it's been fun. Don't come back. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here, huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction.